Happy October 4th, day 4 of the 31 Days of Dread. Thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, another known as Pad Acapad, and I am here. We're talking the 1983 masterpiece. Okay, I'm being very, very facetious when I say that. The 1983 movie. We'll just call it a movie because that's exactly what it is. Microwave Massacre, starring Jack Vernon. And if you're not familiar with Jack Vernon, uh, right after this intro, I'm going to get into a story about him and Charlie Chaplin. It's 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 a good one. Good anecdote. I'll talk to you soon. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We 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 are just marching on with this, and I completely love it. And <laughs> look, the 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 um. 31 Days of Dread, everyone, is such a grind. I am talking to you super early in the morning on Friday, October 4th. The sun, let me tell you right now, the sun in Philly. It, it, it Just looking out my windows, because I have huge windows. Because we live huge here at the AKA Pad Audio Audacity's podcast studio, if I can say that. Um, the sun is just beaming. It's not looking like an autumn day. It's not looking like Halloween is coming. It's looking like summer and it's feeling like summer out there. And I can't wait, even though I'm wearing a sweater today, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to see what's happening. I'm going to try and tough it out. But yeah, so Jack, Jackie Vernon, he, look, I, I, I have to admit, I had to look him up. I had to read the Wikipedia, but he, look, he's a dead pain comic. Uh, like really big in the uh, 60s uh, you know came up through nothing uh, you know like typical of of just about all comics and uh, you know if, if you want to compare his style to someone from today it's it would be uh, Jack uh, Gillifinakis from and now he just made uh, really I thought it was a good movie there's a between two ferns movie that's right now on Netflix. I thought that was a good movie. I watched it with someone. We had a great time watching it. Between Two Ferns on Netflix is a must watch. But yeah, so Jack Gillifinakis has like a, um, you know, like a dry delivery. And it's uh, a lot of times it's like one liners and I would say like quips and questions. Uh, Jackie Vernon is who stars in 1983's Masterpiece. Being facetious again, microwave massacre. Uh, you know that's his style. So you know, like I don't know, I might try it. Like after this, I might do some uh, YouTube exploration and see if, uh, uh, what I can dig up about him because I thought he was great in this movie. And this this is a it's a tough movie. It's it's a tough movie to watch because it, it the movie wants to be funny. It wants to be satire. It also wants to be horrific and I, I don't know like how far on which scale to read this movie I, I would probably have to watch this movie five to six times to maybe uncover some of the intent and it would definitely transform how i saw this movie uh, again you know one big thing about this podcast is that we do long-form conversation we do long-form approaches into movies now that goes directly into tomorrow I'm changing up the programming a little bit. Uh, with the pre-episode, I announced the first 10 episodes. Uh, my next two movies were going to be Terrifier and Night Watchmen. Uh, the theme would be clowns. This Right now, with 1983's Microwave Massacre, we're wrapping up the cannibal arc. But I'm shifting. Because last night, I saw Joker. And <laughs> speaking of long-form discussion, 
Joker Joker's a movie that uh is only only uh the only criteria for the criticism of Joker is going to be long form discussion. You cannot you cannot do something short about that movie, especially when you first see it. Um my impulse was to do it today to get this episode out right away, but I'm sticking to the programming. And I, and and I figured like people would have to let some of that movie digest before they heard opinions on it. But Joker is a C though. You you have to see it. But anyway, so that's tomorrow. And then day six of the thirty one days of dread is we're sticking to makeup, murder, superhero, clown, comic book, and we're going to be talking about one of my favorite favorite comic books. Like just like stories as of like the creation and favorite comic book movies, it's going to be The Crow, Brandon Lee's The Crow, and there's that's a story movie at this point. Uh, it, you know the relevance of The Crow has grown because so many people try to recreate the the impact of that initial movie with zero success. Um, so and then we're going to go into clown. So it's, it's going to be makeup for the next four 31 days of dread. I hope you're ready to join me. So getting back to so Jackie Vernon was somewhat obsessed with Charlie Chaplin and he would write Charlie Chaplin a letter like, you know, like a couple times a month. And he started working in stand-up comedy, and you know, one when he like finally got enough of a presence where he could regularly appear on the big stage, uh, he stopped writing to Charlie Chaplin, and he was performing in Vegas one night, and they tell him, "Hey, uh, you know, like do good, like rock and roll, because Charlie Chaplin is going to be in the audience," and he goes, "Oh, can I meet him?" So he meets Charlie Chaplin, and Charlie Chaplin says, Jackie Vernon, why'd you stop writing? And, like, I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but that is one amazing anecdote. I hope that God is true, because Jackie Vernon has talent. Uh, This movie, uh, the editing for this movie interrupted so many of what I feel like would be jokes. Uh, You know, while very few times do I watch a movie and do I like try and edit the movie in my mind as I'm watching it. I think some of the edits for this movie could have been quicker and we would have had a little bit more of an impact when it comes to scare and jokes. Now, here's the plot of this movie. Jackie Vernon works at a construction site. His wife is obsessed with her new microwave and is being like highfalutin high horse. You know, the same high horse that is telling you not to see Joker or Last Blood. So we don't listen to high horses around here. And he gets so fed up with the food she's making because he just wants normal food. He eventually kills her because it drives him crazy. And he microwaves her and he starts to eat her. Now, this creates a little bit of a... Um, it triggers him, and he has to now like he almost like like he has a taste for human flesh, <laughs> so he needs to kill a couple more people. Uh, his friends at the construction site, they all chow down on his uh, daily lunch, which is all people. So, <laughs> but the characters in this movie and and it this is like a sexploitation movie. I mean, the the movie opens with a, a wonderful pair of boobies. And the women used in this movie are are, are flat-out beauties. And you kind of think, like, did they make this movie just to get chicks naked and, and running around? That's exactly what it, it, it feels like. And 
you know, and but it's a comedy, and but then it deals with murder and it deals with cannibalism. So there's there's definitely horror in this movie. The the murder isn't done in a funny, ironic way or, or in a way that would serve the story. And this is a completely unbalanced movie. I wouldn't really call it a disaster because it's not it's not trying to be more than what it is. You know, um, it's not trying to be horror. It's not trying to be dramatic. So you have to kind of rate this movie on, on a scale of exactly what you see before you. Because it is watchable, it is weird. Uh, it's, I think it's a great drinking movie. I think this movie should resonate. Uh, you know, there should be a little bit of a culture that that comes up from this movie. And uh, the other thing I appreciated about this movie was the commentary it had on consumerism and how big and and new the microwave was at one point. Uh, you know, the, these are things we forget, everybody. And you know, the microwave featured in this movie is the size of an oven. But the microwave was a big deal. You know, it was it was a new idea uh, about like what you could do inside the kitchen. Um, you know, and you know the ideas. You know, going back to parents, the day three of the thirty one days of dread. Uh, you know, the kid in that movie kept asking where the lep- leftovers coming from, and, and you know, like you know, he he eventually found out the leftovers were just people. Uh, you know, the microwave ushered in an era of leftovers, uh, an era to to pre re prepare food, and even to this day, is very impactful in the kitchen. Uh, I don't think a a gimmick or a, a piece of equipment has emerged for the kitchen since the microwave. Uh, you know, like how amazing is that? I mean, we we've had improved blenders and toaster ovens and and things of that nature, but but you know, they they were there before the improvements. Um, yeah, but this, this movie's available on Amazon Prime. I I do invite everyone to watch it. Uh, you just have to know what you're what you're getting into. And you're getting into a largely unbalanced movie, a movie with little vision, and 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 a movie that doesn't quite deliver on the comedy because you know the props and and you know what what we're using for the cadavers is just clearly and obviously fake. The movie at the end kind of has like a weird psycho like hook to it, you know, or like uh, you know, like kind of like the uh, there's something supernatural happening, and I don't know where that came from. <laughs> like I said, there, this movie has so much, but it and but it's a little bit of a of a um, it's it's it's. It's good to see Jackie Vernon like in action, a guy like him, you know, like a career comedian still in the game at the point, you know, like making movies. Uh, you know, of course, at the tail end of what would be his career, but it, it's it's good to even see um, what comedy was at one point and what what was attempted and what what was tried. Uh, you know, like this movie, I feel like could be remade today as a period piece because even the sets. Yeah, uh, you know, it does feel like it's 1983. 1983 does resonate, but the sets alone are maybe like three or four sets. Uh, the construction site is not even close to being a, a construction site. You know, and it, a lot of a lot of it is laughable, but then again, too, like that's the that's the idea. But um, you know, you shouldn't find like the sets laughable. Uh, you should actually find the content laughable. So look, everyone. For the 31 Days of Dread, do me a favor, hit Amazon Prime, watch Microwave Massacre, 1983. 
and report back. Find me on Twitter, aka Pat13. Let's talk about this. Uh, but hey, hey, I love you all. Rock and roll until tomorrow. Day five of the 31 Days of Dread is going to be Joker. We're going to talk Joker. I'm going to, you know, try and smash it in for 10 minutes. I'm just going to go through that movie. Uh, spoilers, yes, because we do spoilers here. Oh, that's my phone going off. Let me talk to you.